Hello and greetings, all you comic book fans. Kyle and I are back for another brand new episode of the Lungbox Cast. And man, we're getting up there. Like, we're going to break 100 episodes this year. It's going to be nuts. But uh, we're coming at you with uh, episode number 70, so get ready for that, kids. But on today's show, we have a couple of stuff. Not too much things have come out of the news. We do have a couple of things. Kyle does have some comic books he'd like to talk about that he's been reading. Um, and also, there's a lot of Deadpool stuff uh, for the movie that's coming out, which I am loving it. So we'll talk about that kind of stuff, because I just think it's hilarious, Like especially this new billboard, if no one has seen it, either in real life or um, on the web, is pretty hilarious or whatnot. But yeah, there's a couple of new things with uh, also Netflix shows uh, that is very interesting as well, with the new upcoming season of uh, Daredevil on March 25th. So we'll talk about that as well. And uh I think that's about going to cover all the little teasers for you kids. So sit back, relax, you know, drink some uh, cold water or maybe an energy drink or depending on what you're doing at work. Uh, and we're hopefully getting you through a little bit of your day. So without further ado, Kyle, drop that beat. And we are back. I'm, of course, Steve-O, and along with... Oh, yeah. Uh, my name's Kyle, for those <laughs> who don't know. My name is Kyle. Um, 25 years old. I live on my own with my wife and a roommate, so I guess I don't really live on my own. Kind of defeats the purpose. And for the past two weeks, I have been binge-watching Doctor Who. Oh, nice. Uh, is it because it's going to be removed from Netflix pretty soon, or are you uh, catching up on seasons you have not seen? Um, my wife's catching up. Okay. Um, so we've been watching together and been loving it. We didn't realize it was ending. We started back up right after Christmas because we had planned on start watching a while ago, but then we kind of just lost – we didn't lose interest, but we just got busy. Yeah. So we started watching it again around Christmas time, and then – a couple days ago, we saw like a little blurb up in the corner said this will be removed uh, February first, and I'm like, no. And I don't think it is because last year the same thing was happening, and BBC renewed their contract with um, Netflix right beforehand. So I have a feeling it'll still be here. It's just BBC's take wait until the last minute to renew their contract. See, that's another question I was having, too, because I did see that thing. I was like, okay, if they're going to renew the contract. But I also know that BBC also has it going on with Hulu as well. This is true, so I guess it wouldn't really matter. But I'd really rather just watch it without commercials. No, and I agree with that one, too. So I don't know if, uh, like you said, hopefully it's just BBC being like, oh, oh, bloody hell, we forgot. Here, renew, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, <'cause... laughs> nah, but Hulu does have a commercial-free Streaming, I think it's like for like an extra two, three dollars or something like that. Yeah. So I'm still on the fence about it. I don't know. 
we'll see what happens depending on this whole. Yeah, I'm actually curious. I, I wonder if they have like a free trial of that to test out because I'm I'm curious too because that's like I've totally forgot about that jumping into Hulu again because I found actually a lot of shows like I got back into watching anime again. Mm, so nice. Watching, Anything good? Uh, One Punch Man. I I started watching. I've seen a lot of memes with that. And that's what happened with me. I kept seeing all these memes. I'm like, all right, let me see if this show is just really good or people just like these memes. And it's pretty funny. I like it. I mean, there's no dub version of it yet. It's just subtitles. But it's pretty amusing. I ended up binge-watching the entire first season because that's all that's available right now, which kind of sucks because I got done with it then going like, oh, I really want the second season. So um, it's pretty comical. It's got some cool twists in it and stuff like that. So, um, But, yeah, so I'm trying to find other new anime to watch again because I'm like, I haven't touched anime in like... Have you watched uh, Sword Art Online? Oh. Okay. Hello? Yeah, yeah, you just saw you doing a little, like, you started freeze-framing a bit, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, Anyway, I'll just repeat what I just said. Um, Have you tried watching uh, Sword Art Online? No. That is a really good show. Um, Basically, quick little premise. Um... Brand new video game launches where basically you wear like this headgear, so it makes it seem like you're actually like in it. It's an MMO PR, whatever the heck the initials are for it. Yeah. Um. And uh, the video game basically gets locked, and all the players are trapped inside the video game. They can't take their helmets off, and if you die in the game, you actually die in real life. Oh, okay. I, think I heard about this. Yeah. The but... only way to get out is by like climbing this tower thing or whatever, where there's like. 100 levels or whatever. So, it's really freaking good. I, I highly recommend it. I know it's on Hulu. I know it's on Netflix. I just go for Netflix first. So. Okay, yeah, no, I'll, double ch- I'll definitely check that. I know Hulu. Uh, Hulu has a lot of anime stuff on there, so I found a lot of stuff. Like, I actually found that, um, I forget what it's called, but it's a, the guy who created Cowboy Bebop did another one, uh, Space Dandy, that was it. Um, which a lot of people seem to enjoy as well. So yeah, no, just was like, yeah, I want to get back into anime again. And there's some new stuff. And there's like a bunch of stuff that they have on that. Like I, I was watching when, I, when I had cable, uh, when I was watching the dub stuff. And then there are like so many, like, I think I was watching like one piece and it's all the way up to like, you know, season like 25. Oh, I know. Like, like something episodes. I'm like, Oh I, yeah. I used to watch when I was on Toonami and I love that show. And then, you know, I guess it just stopped or whatever, and so when I finally saw it on Hulu, I was like, oh, cool, i got to find where I left off, and I'm, like, trying to search through the whole thing, and I'm like, okay, last I remember, they were going on a waterfall up to the sky, and <laughs> that's all I remember. So then I'm looking, I'm like, okay, who the fudge are these characters? Yeah, and... I'm like, oh, there's more people on the crew. Oh, there's this. But no, I, I actually, I like, uh, um, one of my be- friends, um, Dan, um, a while back, he actually, I think he lives in Japan now, he actually said the best uh, thing about One Piece, which I really was like, yeah, you know, that's kind of right. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Dragon Ball Z, but the thing I hate about Dragon Ball Z was the fact that it's like everyone's always waiting on Goku to pretty much come, save the day, save everybody. Like, no one can really hold their own. Like, some people can, but not, like, to the extent of Goku. But that's mm-hmm. what I like about One Piece. It's like everybody can contribute to that team. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they're sitting there going like, oh, I'm waiting for Luffy to show up and, you know, does stuff. Like, that's why I kind of like oh, it. Like, yeah. Finds like their own kind of match, and then they can you know take on people and some of that. Oh, that, well, that was like the uh, new Dragon Ball Z movie. Have you seen the Resurrection of Frieza yet? I have not. I heard really good things about it. It's really freaking good. Master Roshi is a badass. I'll give you okay. that. But 
I'm watching it, and you know they're doing the whole uh, basically Tien, Piccolo, Gohan, Krillin, Master Roshi, and then some alien cop guy or whatever. They're holding off Frieza's forces until Goku and Vegeta show up. Okay. And I'm like, well, of course they are. But, I mean, like, apparently Gohan's kind of not nearly as strong as he once was because he's been more studying than actually keeping up with his training. Mm. Krillin was a badass. Tien was a badass. Piccolo was a badass. Master Roshi was a freaking badass in the entire thing. Oh, man. I've always loved Master Roshi. I always thought he was a great character, how he just seems like this kind of decrepit old person, and then he <laughs> just, like, wail on people. Now, one of my favorite scenes was uh, Krillin's getting ready to go out for the fight, and he's saying goodbye to his wife, 18, and his daughter. And 18's like, no offense, but shouldn't I be going? I am stronger than you. <laughs> and Krillin's like, no, 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 you, you need to stay here with the child. And I'm like, bullshit, you can take care of the kid. Let 18 go and uh, whip some ass. Or better yet, have Roshi take care of the kid. If both of you go. Yeah, or you know what? Just everyone goes and just leave the kid with Bulma. Actually, Bulma was there. She was fighting shit. No, 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 no. She was hiding like usual. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, no, she was hiding behind a bunch of rocks because uh, she came with the police officer guy. But then she mentions, "Oh yeah, I didn't let Trunks come because I didn't want him to get hurt." And I'm like, "Bullshit!" Trunks and Goten could have fused, and they could have used Gotenks. Oh yeah, no. There's all that kind of. Wow, I'm. You know what? I have not watched Dragon Ball in like a long, long time, and I'm surprised I still remember all this stuff, like <laughs> the characters' names and all these backstories and everything oh. about that. And then I'm like, where the hell's Majin Buu? He could have just turned the whole entire Frieza army into chocolate and just ate them all. That's true. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, my, I. I don't know what it was with Majin. Buu. Like it's funny. Like uh, I love the fat Majin Buu, but I also love like the evil kid one. Like how he's mm-hmm. just like. But I think the funniest thing was, if you ever played it, I think I own it. I need to get a PlayStation uh, 2 again, just so I can play like old PlayStation games, because mm-hmm. I still have a collection. But I have the the Dragon Ball Z GT game, mm-hmm. uh, which is just a kind of fun fighting game. But I think the funniest thing in the world was, like, if you match up Vegeta and Kid Buu, uh, the little dialogue they have before like they go into the battle, it's all like, it just says, Buu just goes, Ah-ha! and then Vegeta just goes, you jerk! And you're just like, <laughs> it's like so dumb, but it's uh, but it it's actually was a pretty good, you know, for uh, for what fighting games go at that time, like what the Dragon Ball Z games are now, that was a great like jumping off point uh, to get to where we are now with the cel shaded versions and all the different combos and stuff like that. So um, actually, I have not played a new. Uh, you got one, right? You got one of the new Dragon Ball Z games, right? Yeah, I got Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Um, it wasn't that bad, but I mean, I haven't played it in a while. Basically. You create your own character, which I love, is the fact that you actually get to create your own character. You get to choose between either a human race, Saiyan race, uh, one of the races of Frieza, or you get to be like a Majin Buu race. Oh, that's really – oh, that – Yeah. So naturally, I picked Super Saiyan. Oh, yeah, why not? I mean, what? I mean, you have to be Saiyan. Yeah. You're going to play a game with Dragon Ball Z. So, and then basically, you are kind of like a time cop almost, and uh, you're going through time where I guess time is being distorted or someone's distorting time and changing the past. So you have to fix things. Um, one of like the very first mission you do is someone uh, basically powers up Raditz to a point where he can overpower Goku and Piccolo in the oh. first fight. And then uh, basically he ends up killing both of them. So then you have to go back in time and stop the overpowered Raditz from 
killing them all. I, That's so, actually kind of an interesting concept. I like that. Yeah. So basically, it's kind of like the original Budokai game where you go through the entire story. But this time, you skip some fights and you go through certain things. Like, um, the one fight I had to do, like, after Raditz, you then go fight, you know, like, the Cybermen, and then you fight Na- uh, Nappa, and then you fight Vegeta, and then you fight Monkey Vegeta, who mm. becomes overpowered. And then after that, you go and you go to the Namek and you fight the uh, Ginyu Force. Or, no, you fight as Captain Ginyu. Because Captain Ginyu ends up taking over your body, and then you gotta... Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's... It's a little weird, and you have to keep powering yourself up. And if you want to learn, like, super special moves, like, you have to train with certain characters. Like, I trained with Krillin, so now my character knows, like, the Destructo Disc. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is kind of cool, but... It takes time, and you know, like I got other video games. I started playing, like, because I got that game the same time that I got Batman. So yeah, I started playing Arkham Knight, and I'd flip over just real quick, play the Dragon Ball game. I was like, yeah, I'll continue playing the Batman game, and then you know, we started moving. Yeah. Oh, um, which since you have the uh, PlayStation Four, um, a game you probably should check out. I don't know if you ever played the other versions, but if you like kind of superhero stuff, you might actually like uh, Infamous Second Son. Hmm. Interesting. No, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I have it. It's pretty good, but... Cool. No, I've been playing... Um, obviously, I've been playing, you know, Lego Dimensions. Yes. Whatnot, but I mean, right now, my wife and I, most of our time is being taken up by Doctor Who. But once this is over, um, probably going to start... Because I just picked up Lego Batman 3 and Lego Jurassic World. Okay, definitely let me know how those are, because I... The funny part is I played Lego Batman, uh, the first mm-hmm. one, and I got, like, yes, all the... I played the there. first one. I never uh, played the second one, though. Yeah, that was me. I never got to play the second one, and then the third yeah. one, I was like, oh, this one sounds really cool. And actually, like, um, my buddy Patrick, he got it for his dog. That was the funny – I don't know if I ever told this story. Um, Patrick hits me up. Mm-hmm. He's on uh, All White Tukey with me. Hits me up. He's all like, yeah, so my daughter – and her do- his daughter's like, probably five or six. Mm-hmm. He's, like, his, uh, he's like, yeah, so my daughter was all, like uh, – she was really into the Batman Arkham Knight game. Uh, <laughs> I was about, and he's like, I was like, I was thinking about getting that for her. I'm all like – you probably shouldn't. He goes, "Why?" Well, I'm like, "That's ready to mature, bro." And he's like, "Oh, really?" He didn't know because like his uh, his brother in law was like babysitting and he was just playing that, and they're watching. They're like, "Oh, this is a really good game and everything like that." So it's like maybe your best bet is to probably buy Lego Batman Three. Yeah. He's all like, "Oh, okay." So he went ahead and did that. He's like, "Yeah, I'm so glad you told." He's like, "He's like, I've been out of the loop with video games so much." He's like, "I had no idea." I'm like, "Do the, I'm like, do the fact that spoilers, guys, because the game has been out for a while, but spoilers, guys, uh, do the fact that they do like kind of a reimagine of the, uh, you know, the death of Jason Todd in that game." Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, I don't think she's uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, mature enough for that right now." Yeah, but I know there's a downloadable pack for the uh, Lego Batman Three game that you actually—it's the Arrow pack. Yes, I green, heard about that. You get Green Arrow, and it's voiced by Stephen Amell. And I think there's also an unlockable Kevin Smith figure in the game. Yes, I heard about that. Yeah, he even yeah, said he does it. the voice of himself and yes. all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But, of course, in like two weeks, uh, Lego Marvel Avengers is coming out. So my time's going to be occupied by that. Yeah. So I'm going to have so many fucking video games. I'm set for the year. Not to mention the fact I got my new Fire Emblem came, coming out in uh, late February. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you came on that too. Yeah, that was the thing with uh, the Batman or the, the superhero games. Like, I think the last Lego game I played uh, was the Marvel superhero one, which I actually really enjoyed. I thought it was really fun. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think I ended up beating the story mode, but I still had a shit ton of characters to unlock. I actually thought about just picking it up because if it's cheap, you know, mm-hmm. just to have it or whatnot. But it's like the ones I didn't get to play was I played through the uh, let's see, I played through the Harry Potter's, I played through the Star Wars, um, I played mm-hmm. through um, the the first Batman. I didn't play the second Batman, and I never touched the Lord of the Rings series yet. See, uh, between my wife and I, my wife's played both Harry Potters. Um, she's playing Indiana Jones right now. Yeah, that was the other one I played too. I got the first Lego Star Wars, which was four, five, and six. Oh, okay. And then uh, I got Star Wars Lego Star Wars three, which took place basically during the Clone Wars cartoon. Okay, I don't think I ever got that one. That, that one was fun because there's so much stuff you have to unlock. Like you start off on the hero's base and you're doing all the missions and once you unlock all the missions you eventually unlock a way to get to the villain's base and they got missions over there you got other characters so it the game takes quite a while which i enjoy because it's like you don't want to finish a game within three hours then you're bored out of your mind you know that's what i actually like about the lego games like them coming out i think like when they were for the original systems like playstation 3 and xbox they were probably like 49.99 now they're like 59.99 with the new consoles but i like those games because you are going to put a lot of time and effort into this mm-hmm. game to unlock everything and get... And what I like about those games is every achievement is actually achievable in those games. Mm-hmm. So it makes you want to shoot for those and actually... Because I remember doing that with exactly. the first Batman game. I was just like, I got it, played through it, absolutely loved it, went back mm-hmm. through, got all the different characters. And you're like sitting there going like, oh my god, that's... A, like, I think Hush was a character in the first Lego Batman game. I was like, yep. what? Like, you had to unlock him. Yeah, I remember that. But no, so... so and then after... While I was playing Lego Batman 3 for the PlayStation 3, I... Or, I'm sorry. While I was playing... Star Wars 3 for the PlayStation 3, I got Star Wars The Complete Saga, because I had, I think, the first LEGO Star Wars game for P- PlayStation 2. Okay. So The Complete Saga had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. And I started playing that, but I'm like, wow, the graphics suck in this. I'm going back to LEGO Star Wars 3. Yeah. Um, And then, obviously, I got LEGO Dimensions, which is essentially the same thing as the LEGO game, but with characters you place down and whatnot, so... So it's not as much fun as unlocking because you basically unlock them with your credit card. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, we haven't played the Pirates. Oh, yeah. that's. Uh, I played a little um, bit of the Pirates, and I actually enjoyed it, but I never went ahead and got a chance to pick it up. But Yeah, and then Lego Batman I played. Lego Batman 2 never played. Lego Batman 3, uh, obviously I have, haven't played yet. Jurassic World have, but I haven't played yet. And then there was Lego. Oh crap! Oh yeah, uh, Lego Marvel, which I played, beat the story mode, and basically I got preoccupied with other games for the time being. And then, obviously, I never really got around to finishing the game. And then my PlayStation Three died, so now I can't go back and play. Uh, actually, you should look for that one. I mean, you'll probably have to restart it over or whatnot, but you probably get yeah. it from PlayStation Four pretty cheap. I can. And I've seen them, but I'm like, you know what? Lego Avengers is coming out soon, so what's the point? Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's probably one of the Lego games I will. I know I want to definitely pick up as a that one. I always love those. It's just so weird. Mm-hmm. It's like it's such a simple concept, but you mm-hmm. have so much characters at your disposal when it comes to that. And I just oh, absolutely yeah. love it. I'm loving because uh, I have a feeling like the only characters we're probably not going to see in the game are probably going to be characters that are owned by Fox or Sony. Maybe not Sony, but mostly Fox. So we probably won't see like Fantastic Four or X-Men. Because this is actually taking place during the movies. 
I do understand that, but I know when Lego Marvel came out, you still had access. It's okay. This is the weirdest part about yes. the copyright stuff. Is no, no, like no, no. what I'm just saying though is this one here. The first one it took the Fantastic Four, it took the whole Marvel universe. This one is just based on the movies. That one there wasn't based on the movies. That was its own original thing. Yeah. So either we probably won't see the Fantastic Four or X Men probably until like after you beat the game and then you got to unlock them. Or they may not even be in it. Oh, well, well, well. I mean, I guess when that comes out, because that comes out pretty soon, doesn't it? Does it come out in February? Two oh, two weeks. Two okay. Weeks. Yeah. So like the end of January. Yeah. Actually, that's another game I still want to pick up because I'm. I, it's funny that I didn't get a chance to play it on the original console when it came out, but since they did a revamp of it, which I think is because of the movie coming out, but the Deadpool game, I want to pick yeah. that up. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting that again for the PlayStation Four, just this way I can have it again. No, yeah, but it's, uh, I mean, I can't wait for that. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I don't know what it is about this Deadpool movie, but I'm, like, everything they're doing about it, uh, which I know we're going to, we'll, we'll jump into that. That'll be the first uh, segue we talk about. Well, we might uh, as well go into it right now. I mean, it's a perfect segue. Perfect segue. All right, we're going to go into it. So, of course, <laughs> what's going on right now is uh, there's been a petition, um, I yeah. guess, uh, trying to get a uh, another cut of the movie. So, they're going to be a rated R cut of the movie, definitely. That's... Pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, a gimme. And then there was talks about, like, having a PG-13 cut. Now, one of the things I posted on Facebook, which I thought was hilarious, um, I got to pull that up real quick, um, but uh, about uh, somebody tweeted something. Which I yeah, thought- we had talked about that last episode when we were talking about uh, after the trailer hit, someone was like, oh, I can't believe they're putting sex um, with the superhero movie or something like that. Well, there's that one, but then there's this great tweet that just came out. Like- oh, okay. That I want to, uh, like, somebody probably took uh, stuff from it and, uh, okay, why well, I want my chat thing go away on Facebook, go away, chat, thank you. Okay, so, yeah, so this one, um, okay, so this one was great. So it says, uh, uh, I basically posted, I'm loving all this uh, Deadpool stuff way too much. Uh, so somebody said, uh, her name is Grace Randolph on Twitter, at Grace mm-hmm. Randolph. She goes, petition I started for the de- uh, for PG-13 at Deadpool movie in honor of an eight-year-old Matt uh, almost at uh, 1,000 signatures in uh, uh, just a few hours. And then uh, Deadpool himself uh, decided to comment on this tweet. He goes, dear little boy who wants to see my movie. No, you can't see it. It's for big boys and girls. Fuck you. Your mom's a whore. Love, Deadpool. Oh, no. Someone <laughs> did not. no no okay i'm gonna say this right here right now one thing i'm not looking forward to with the deadpool movie is all this vulgarity if you read any of deadpool's comics any of them he doesn't swear cuss or anything like that nearly as badly because i mean if that's the case then you'd see the comic book will almost be filled with you know explanation point pound sign, dollar sign, percentage, whatever, just for that. People have been taking Deadpool way out of context lately. Yes, he's a funny guy. Yes, he's messed up. But he he's re- he loves kids. He has a daughter. No, I'm pretty so, sure this isn't from the official like Deadpool thing. Oh, no, no, I know it's not from the official thing. I This is some... Uh, dumb fan who thinks he's the greatest Deadpool fan in the world and decided to troll someone because of this because someone wants to get a PG-13 rating for the movie 
he probably thinks it's going to ruin his R-rated movie, but it's not. What they want is a separate release of the Deadpool movie in PG-13, whether it be in theaters or on the DVD release. Now, questions about that. Now, actually, I think that's actually kind of a cool idea, considering how this movie is going to be, uh, you know, uh, rated R. And I think it's a, it's a, actually, if Fox wanted to go ahead and do that, I think Fox could do that, and they actually could make a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're probably going to make a pretty good amount of money with this movie off the bat right now. Right. They're probably going to make double that money just because they'll be able to get people to come in with a PG-13 movie. Plus, they can make even more money when they do the Blu-ray DVD release and do the yeah. unrated version. Exactly. I mean, you could... If they could do that easily, because um, then you could even have a joke with uh, um, PG-13 be like, oh, this is about to get really messy. Hold on a second, kids. Let me cover your eyes. And then, like, puts his hand over the camera and then just you just hear like gunshots firing everywhere. And then he's like, okay, it's safe to watch now. You know, that's actually the great part about that character. You can do that with the whole fourth wall. Exactly. That's actually the joke I made. I know they're not doing it. They're doing it in IMAX, but they're not doing it uh, like 3d, but I made a joke where they should have done one where it was yeah. like a 3d one and the non 3d one. And literally yeah. when he cuts off a guy's head, he'd be like, dude, you should have bought the extra money for 3D. That head would have flown right at you. It was pretty cool. You know, like, yeah, that's where I got the joke from is because I remember you saying that. So that's kind of where I just got my joke from. But honestly, I'm all for this petition. I mean, I want younger generation of kids to grow up liking Deadpool. I mean, that was some stupid ad that just showed up on the article I was trying to read. I'm like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I think, I mean, Deadpool is a hero. I in my way, um, you know, the guy had cancer. He went to and found a way to try and cure it. I mean, it didn't work out, but, I mean, it's still Deadpool. Yes, he's an anti-hero. He does what he wants when he wants and whatnot like that. But, I mean, he's married now. He works for S.H.I.E.L.D., and he has a kid. Yeah. You really – he's – basically, he was a stray puppy, and now he has – a home, he's been tamed, basically, almost, if you will. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I don't understand why people have to constantly keep doing this whole, oh, it needs to be rated R. Yes, it needs to be rated R, probably for, like, the action, the violence. But him constantly swearing and all that stuff, I mean, I just don't see it. Yeah, no, I don't think he's going to swear that much. I mean, even in the trailer with the rated R trailer, I mean, he said a couple of things, but it kind of fits to – what the humor was going with or whatnot, where he's all like, it may be indestructible, but it may be completely unfuckable. And you're like, okay, well, that's funny, you know, kind of thing, because he's like a hideous, yeah. you know. And then even the thing with the, like, what happened to this? You know, I thought this was a superhero movie. I just turned this guy into a fucking kebab, you know, kind of, you know. Uh, I mean, other than that, but it's like, but it is the funny part where it's like, you know, he gets shot. You know, in the army, he's all like, oh, shit. You know, like, like that's what I like about Deadpool. Like, he can get hurt. Like, it hurts him, mm -hmm. um, even though he can heal it. But he's just like, motherfucker. You know, it's kind of like if anybody, you know, you have that healing factor. But I'm pretty sure if you get shot mm -hmm. you know, with a shotgun well, blast, it's going to hurt like hell. I'm going to tell you this right now. If there can at least be five minutes in the movie where he doesn't swear at all, I'll be happy. Because I just have this gut feeling it's going to be like one of those where like every sentence is going to have a swear word in it, you know? You know what? I want to say that, but I kind of also hoping because, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds being such a big fan of the character and been reading the character and stuff like that would kind of tell the director, be like, you know, 
yeah, he kind of cusses every once in a while, but you don't need to have him drop the F-bomb just because it's a rated R movie, you know, kind of thing. I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, the movie's coming out very shortly, so... Yeah, so speaking of advertisements and all that kind of stuff, they they had a great billboard where it had basically the emojis. Uh, Well, they actually had a couple of great billboards, but that one, the emoji basically had a skull, uh, Mm -hmm. the poop, and then an L for Deadpool. Uh, That was actually Ryan Reynolds' uh, design. Oh, was it? 35 weeks ago on uh, Ryan Reynolds' Twitter, or Instagram, I mean, he used the emoji, uh, he used those two emojis plus the L, and that's what started it. He And then he later on tweeted out saying, you know, I had a, uh, or actually, let me see here if I can find it on his Instagram, because maybe it's also here. Here we go. He says, I remember saying to Fox Marketing, you don't have the balls to put that up as a billboard. Eventually, they have a, and he said, Ev- evidently, they have a very crowded sack. So <laughs> that actually was his thing from like 35 weeks ago that he started. And then, you know, they're like, oh, that's brilliant. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, and then the other joke I love that's going on right now is making the Deadpool seem like a love story. Valentine's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love those. I think it's great. I like, uh, I think you sent me the Twitter or it was a, a message that someone posted about like, yeah. hey, go see this movie on Valentine's Day with me, Deadpool. And she's like, what is it about? Well, this guy, he gets cancer, but he wants to fight for everything. And you're just all like, like <laughs> you're just like, oh my God. I she mean, he's not no wrong. Movie. No, he's not wrong. But you know her going like, oh, I'm going to cry so much. Like, oh, this mm-hmm. is going to be a sad movie. And she's going to be like, okay, what the hell did you just bring me to? <laughs> um, kind of yeah. thing. And uh, someone had posted up on Twitter. I was like, well, mine didn't go exactly as I thought it would. And he basically posts uh, the conversation. And he's like, hey, do you want to go see this uh, movie about, you know, a guy gets cancer and then his wife gets or his girl gets kidnapped. He has to fight to try and save her and whatnot. And then I guess his partner goes, wow, you're gay. (laughs) Uh... So... Now, I'm just quoting what that was. I'm not actually using the word. I hate using that word. I'm putting that out there right now. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. I remember back in the day using that. Um, you know, like people would use it as a negative and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do also look at it from this way. Like, uh, it is a, the, uh, like to me, it's like I don't use it as a like a derogatory thing. Like, if someone's like, if they're gay, they're gay, they're homosexual and stuff. And like I always said, I always support those people because I'm just like, let, okay, look, two guys want to get married, two girls want to get married. Guess what? doesn't really affect my day. Exactly. <laughs> now, um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else going on with the Deadpool movie? Um, other than I know, I just think that they're just, I think they're just marketing very well. Um, I think mm-hmm. Fox actually, this is the first time I think Fox is actually, besides the X-Men movie, this is mm-hmm. the first time I've seen Fox actually really supporting a superhero movie like to this extent. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to figure, I mean, how, all the fans have been dying for this movie, so. So, yeah, but I'm just looking forward to February. Can't get here fast enough. Um it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a blast. Um, now this one's not really like too big of a story. I just thought the artwork was really cool. Uh, somebody posted. I guess they did a new like kind of cartoony uh, poster for uh, the Suicide Squad. Um, okay. and it kind of has everybody as like skeletons and stuff like that. And it kind of breaks them all down. These are actually kind of really cool posters. Like some of them I kind of want to get, but it's basically just lists you know the characters oh. like Deadshot, um, Entrant- mm-hmm. Enchantress, uh, you know Slipknot, Enchantress. Yeah, uh, 
So um, it's really kind of cool. So it's like the Diablo. So um, another movie cool. again. Like, this is another movie that I'm actually kind of curious about how well they're going to do because I mean I know it's going to be kind of a dark movie, mm-hmm. but it's still PG-13. Well, not to mention this is going to be like our very first villain movie. Yes. Granted, they're going to be doing good, sort of, but I mean it's kind of. I don't know how this is going to go. I mean, obviously, I mean, they're working for the government, so that's one thing right there. It's not a full villain movie, unlike what the Sinister Six movie would have been, but... Yeah, but then... Yeah, but I mean, I mean, we got a lot of stuff coming up with this, because I mean, this is DC's, like, first year they're releasing at least two superhero kind of movies ever in the... Here and they're, um, you know, they're actually intertwined. They're actually building. They're trying to build their universe, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, like I said, like as much as I'm gonna probably see Batman v Superman and stuff of like that, I'm really actually more excited, I think, for Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, but um, yeah, then, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just like, um, yeah. So I just thought the posters were kind of cool. I don't know if they're gonna release them to the public and people could buy them. Mm-hmm. Um, if so, I definitely want just like the big poster with all the skulls on it that just says, you know, Suicide Squad on it. I think that would actually get yeah. kind of cool in my my lovely little house. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. So other news, uh, Netflix news. We had two Netflix news. Um, yes. Jessica Jones was announced today as we are recording is getting a second season. Mm-hmm. Which obviously I n- not saying like I didn't see this coming, but I mean as well as it did. Yes. I'm hoping they're gonna hold up. So if I remember what I, if I remember what I, let's see. From what I remember reading a while back when Jessica Jones first came out was that when it gets a second season, it's not gonna happen until after the Defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. I mean, season two and located in front of cameras. The only saw left in Netflix. But a lot of people or a lot of news sites are speculating that because Daredevil got season two and it's coming back out the same time or roughly around about the same time that season one came out, they're thinking Jessica Jones is going to come back out next November. Um, I would be totally fine with that. I mean, but they also but Netflix and uh, Marvel announced that they're only releasing two move or two series a year. So you think they're going to do the second season of, obviously, Daredevil, and then you think the next one is going to be the Luke Cage series starting out? Yes, and then what I'm hoping is uh, the next season after that, in the next April, will be Iron Fist, and then after that we'll finally be Defenders, mm. which would be great, but I don't want them to – because they – I love the fact that they're making second seasons for all these things, but the more t- the more you keep giving them second seasons, the more you're pushing back the defenders. That is very true. But the other thing I think what they should just do is like I know they're going to release them, but I think once they they get their shows up and running, like you know Luke Cage is season one, Iron Fist is season one, everyone's getting on to their next season. I think they should just be like, look, they'd be like March, you get um you get Daredevil, you know Mar- uh, the kickoff of the year for a Netflix series. Daredevil. Then a little bit in the summer, you get the next one. Then a little, you should basically just release those four series like every season of the year, mm-hmm. so you have like yeah, you know, I mean, be great, but I mean, we'll just see what happens. So yeah, and then this is the thing. It's funny because you hear that, and then you're like, oh, they're gonna push stuff back. We're not gonna get that much. But then the sh- season two has not even been has even premiered, 
And Netflix is already talking about doing the spinoff already from Daredevil to doing a Punisher series. Yes, that was the second bit of our news. Um, Punisher series, which I'm kind of like, what happens if Punisher sucks in the series? I mean... Well, it could it could go either way. Again, like I said, like with Jessica Jones, like I think we just had this conversation on socially awkward because Matthew finally finished it. But we're talking about like this was a great series for people can jump in. This character has not been you know uh, in any movie yet, has not been in any television kind of thing. People only know her from the comic book. So if you did not know this character, it was a great way to jump in, learn a little bit about this and stuff like that. Now, granted, we've had two like Punisher movies; they did not do very well. Um, but this one, I feel like you could do a, you could actually do a story arc where you actually get to know this character. Cause we even said like, even with the daredevil movie, as much as it, a lot of people don't like it, people do like it. It's really hard to get an entire backstory of this character and villains into a two hour block. Uh, mm-hmm. that's why with this, with the, the daredevil, it was great to be like this entire season was building up to the part where like he gets the costume. You're like, Oh, it's daredevil. And then like next season, it's like, okay, he's running around the costume. It's so mm-hmm. kind of, it's like, you've got to know these characters. And I thought like, we've been saying it too. I'm like, I really hope Marvel gets the rights back to fantastic four and does that as a Netflix series. I think that would work like 10 times better than trying to do another fantastic four movie. Mm-hmm. So, but now, we'll yeah, and what was the last bit of news we got here? Um, yes, return of the reverse Flash to uh, the Flash. Yeah. yeah, it looks like Flash season, uh, the next half of Flash season two, um, I guess they talked about, like, uh, I don't want to give too much away. I mean, this little good, but apparently they've already speculated or they already said that this Flash, reverse Flash is not coming from Earth 2. Um, so it looks like Thrawn will be back. Um, we'll figure that out now. now. What I have seen though, is the fact that it looks like, um, uh, beginning of the second half of season two, they are actually going to earth two mm. where they actually run into Ronnie Raymond and Caitlin snow as killer frost and, uh, death storm. Ah, so it looks like those two are actually dating in that universe too, and they're actually you know villains and whatnot. That should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I love the Reverse Flash. It'll be kind of cool just to see how things go. Yeah, it will be very interesting to see how um, he comes back and all that kind of cool stuff. Because I mean, again, when he when he was you know spoilers everybody if you haven't seen you know the Flash uh, when he was you know he died pretty much or disappeared. Uh, through circum- certain circumstances. Uh, it's still a great character. I always love the reverse oh, yeah. Flash. I, I love, I, I always love that, still that movie, the, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Flashpoint Paradox with him in it. Um, now, I'm going to go off a little tangent because I didn't put these in the notes, but uh, yesterday, um, and you collect the pop finals, right? Yes. Yeah, so I was, uh, I went to the pop final website, and if you click on it, you can see that they have a coming soon feature. Ah. So I was like, let me just see what they got coming up. Um, February, they have Felicity Smoke from Arrow. Okay. Which I thought was kind of cool. And then uh, they have a uh, Star Wars Force Awakens Wave 2. So, you know, oh. just click on it to see what they got coming out. And they got Old Man Han Solo, Admiral Akbar, Akbar, Neen Nub, um, Sidon Itano. I think he was one of the. Uh, Guys that boarded the Millennium Falcon when they found when it was on Han Solo's ship, and then Varmic, 
Uh, last two I didn't really recognize, but I mean, like, I recognize Neem Nub, I recognize Adam Lackbar, and I recognize, obviously, Old Man Han Solo. So oh. that was kind of cool. Um, then they had the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice ones. You got Superman, you got Wonder Woman, you got Aquaman, you got Batman, and then you got the Superman Soldier. Oh, wait. wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah. in the. Yeah, but the Batman is the one where he's got, like, the trench coat on, the pants, and the goggles. Oh, man. See, I wish they would have done the armored one. I have a feeling they eventually will, but as of right now, this is it. I'm thinking about getting Wonder Woman. Yeah, no, those actually looked uh, pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I wanted to get the one that they were releasing. I don't know if it's been released yet, but it was the dual pack where it came with the Batman and the Superman. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Um, you watch Adventure Time with Finn and Jake, right? Yeah, actually, I have Jake, um, a pop vinyl uh, Jake. They have one with Finn and Jake where Jake is actually a car, and Finn's driving him. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Let's see, Alice in Wonderland. They got Fast and the Furious coming out soon. Um, oh wow! Naruto, Fairy Tales, Soul Eater, Sword Art Online. Let's see, Call of Duty, Doctor Who stuffs coming out. Um, Fallout Four. Ooh, Daredevil Netflix. Oh, really? You get the black suit and then his armored suit, and then you get regular Matt Murdock, and then you get Wilson Fisk. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so I, that's awesome. Um, let's see here. Shrek, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, let's see, Captain America Civil War. Ooh, okay, so this yeah, is so where... These ones, um, you get Winter Soldier, you get Agent 13... Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, Black Panther, War Machine, Civil War, Iron Man, Civil War, Captain America, and then Crossbones. Okay. But they also have exclusives. Walgreens is getting an exclusive Black Panther Unmasked. Target is getting an exclusive Crossbones with Battle Damage. Hot Topic has an exclusive Falcon. Hot Topic has an exclusive Unmasked Iron Man. GameStop is getting an exclusive action pose Captain America, and then Barnes and Noble is getting an exclusive unmasked crossbones. Oh, okay. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I have a feeling there's gonna be more to that set soon, but they just can't release the uh, uh, Spider-Man one yet. Yeah, which actually I did read some stuff about uh, the upcoming Spider-Man, which I was like, okay, I'm kind of intrigued to see where this is gonna go with him being in the movie. Mm-hmm. So. And then later on, there's going to be a Rancor 3-pack with Luke Skywalker holding a bone. <laughs> the Rancor, and then you get the slave Ula, the green chick from... What's his name? Jabba the Hutt. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And then, obviously, uh, let's see here. You got... Uh, these ones here I can't click on, but... You know, they at least have listed. You got Batman, Arkham City, Robin, Catwoman, and Mr. Freeze. You got Sailor Moon coming out, Top Gun, Dark Crystal, Pocahontas, Scooby-Doo, A-Team, Lost, Flash Gordon, Spider-Gwen, which I'm really looking forward to, Bob's Burgers, Dragon Ball Z, Looney Tunes, Duck Dodgers. I might actually have to get Duck Dodgers. Ooh, yeah, Duck Dodgers. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, when they had the... uh, Sesame Street come out. I end up getting Super Grover. <laughs> nice. I had to get him. Uh, let's see here. Disney Descendants, Zootopia, uh, Toy Story, Warcraft movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man, Resident Evil, Mega Man, Golden Girls. With Golden Girls coming out, I may have to get a Bia Arthur just for all of my Deadpool pop finals. 
<laughs> I may have to do awesome. Let's see, Cheech and Chong, Power Rangers, which is probably going to be for the Power Rangers movie. Oh, right, yeah. Ghostbusters reboot. Oh, I'd probably get those. Independence Day 2. Braveheart, Gladiator, Conan the Barbarian, Red Sanja, Animaniacs, Archer, Powerpuff Ooh, Girls. Animaniacs? Yeah, Rick and Morty, and then <gasps> Hanna-Barbera, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm so getting some Rick and Morty ones. Yeah, so that was just a few of the ones I was like, oh, my gosh, they have some great shit coming out. Yeah, and then I'm also – I was just scrolling through. I've been seeing, like, all the stuff for, uh, like, um, you know, they have some stuff for uh, Gotham. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Pop Vinyl, I, I, I don't know where these things came out of. I mean, I absolutely love it. I think it's great. I remember uh, when they first came out, and they were mostly just doing Disney stuff. Yeah, it started with Disney, and then it kind of just exploded to become like an actual, like you know, pop culture thing. And they've got some really good ones. Yeah, and it's really kind of funny. I just was realizing it. All the pop vinyls I have, Mm -hmm. I haven't bought a single one. (laughs) I've either have gotten them in like loot crates or um, arcade block stuff, or or people have given them to me for gifts. So I just thought that was funny. Like I, I honestly, I don't think I have as nearly as much as you do. My think, wife and I have combined thirty. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm at. Let's see. I have. I have nine right now. <laughs> now I'm just looking at it, and I've got. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five different Deadpool pop vinyls. Oh, I'm sorry. Six. I forgot about my chimichanga truck, Deadpool. So I have thir- we have 31 together. Wait, wait, wait. So there's uh, wait. There's how many Deadpools? Um, let's see. You have regular red and black Deadpool. Mm-hmm. There's the X Men Deadpool, which is blue and yellow. Okay. You have X Force, which is the gray one. Oh, okay. And then I have the chimichanga truck one. Mm-hmm. And then there's unmasked Deadpool for the red suit and the gray suit. So he's basically just unmasked, but he's still wearing a suit. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, I just I basically have the original Deadpool and the mm-hmm. X-Force one. I just, again, like a Secret Santa person just yeah. gave it to me. And uh, they're releasing two more Deadpools out uh, before the movie. Uh, one where he's, like, giving a thumbs up. And then one where I think he's got – I forgot what the other one looked like, but – now, uh, did you order your Deadpool box yet from Marvel? I did. So as soon as I get that, you know we're going to do an episode all about that shit. A question for it. Is it still going on because I want to try to get one as well? Um, let me look it up real quick. Because I know I was like – because how much is it? I want to say it's like less – about 30 bucks. I want to say. Okay. But let me see. Um, what is it? Deadpool – actually, no. What is it? Like a Marvel box or whatever? Yeah, because I have a feeling I know they were talking about an exclusive like Deadpool like pop vinyl being in it. I'm wondering if it's going to be one for the movie. Um, maybe or just like a special one where he's okay. Marvel Collector Core is what it's called. Um, basically, I have a feeling it's going to be. Oh, you have 28 days. Oh, okay. Uh, before it closes. Okay, perfect. Then yeah, I. Yes. Yeah, that gives me eight months. Um, actually, I'll yeah. double check to. Okay, here we go. Um, twenty five dollars. Okay. Plus shipping and handling. 
and taxes yeah. were applicable. That's that's yes. fine. Um, but what's cool about the Marvel box one though is they only do every other month. Yes. So I like that fact because this way you're saving some money. It looks like you always do get a T-shirt with it as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, you have two programs you can basically sign up for. Okay. okay. Um, which really doesn't matter. Um, the collector program, which is the normal one, you just buy the once a month thing. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being $25 plus shipping and handling taxes. And then there's the hero program, which is $150 plus shipping and handling taxes. It still comes out to be $25 per box, but you get like the six months that it comes out for an entire year. Okay. And then apparently a plus free annual gift. I don't know what the annual gift is, but so you get one extra item or something like that. I don't know. Okay. But they always have, like, you know, exclusive pop finals I can't seem to find anywhere else. Like, obviously, they released a Miles Morales before. They released a Thor or the female Thor. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, oh, in October, they released a um, – oh, what the hell is this? Morbius uh, pop final. Oh, okay. Which is fucking awesome. Uh, December was Guardians of the Galaxy, and it looks like it was a two-pack with the Christmas – a Groot and a Rocket. Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. Do I have a link I can put? Oh, here we go. It's an arrow. Uh, before that in August was their Secret Wars, and it looks like you actually got the Miles Morales and uh, the Thor girl. Oh, wow, yeah. Before that, in June, it was Ant-Man, so you got like an unmasked Ant-Man. And then before that, which was the very first one that they did, in April, it was Age of Ultron. So you actually got a Hulkbuster Iron Man pop final. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. I was like, uh, it was funny because there's somebody in my complex who gets those ones, the Marvel blocks. Because I remember seeing that one for the Avengers movie. And it was all like, I was outside having a smoke. And I'm like, I kind of want that. I'm like, (laughs) well, they left the truck open. But I'm not that evil. Um, Not yet. No, yeah, well, I have this thing called conscience, which sucks. Um, <laughs> Isn't it cricket? No, it's a uh, horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll have yeah. to definitely uh, find that and mm-hmm. go ahead and order that one because I remember seeing that. I'm like, I really want to get uh, the Deadpool one. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, so, comic book news. Yes, yeah, so let's um, dive into that because you got a chance to read some stuff. Well, before that, uh. They announced, uh, I think last week or the week before, they announced Civil War Two. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um. Basically, it's Iron Man against Captain Marvel. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, um, look, I know you can kind of take on. I mean, Captain America's a lot stronger than you in general, but not by that much. But I'm pretty sure isn't Miss Marvel stronger than like Captain America? Uh I really don't know. I haven't been reading any of her books. I, I assume so, but. I mean, you also got to remember she's a hero, so she's not going to kill Iron Man. Yeah, that's true. But uh, basically, a synopsis for this is a mysterious new Marvel character comes to the attention of the of the world. One who has the power to calculate the outcome of future events with a high degree of accuracy. This predictive power divides the Marvel heroes on how best to capitalize on this agree. Uh, 
aggregate, aggregated information, with Captain Marvel leading the charge to profile future crimes and attacks before they occur, and Iron Man adopting the position that the punishment cannot come before the crime. Mm. Um, so, obviously they're doing this because of the Civil War movie coming out, and they want to, you know, cash in on this as much as they can, because, you know, people are like, oh, Civil War, you got any Civil War books? We're like, no, but we got Civil War 2. Yeah. You can read that. And obviously with Captain Marvel being the lead, this is going to help people get, be like, oh, Captain Marvel. Oh, she's having a movie coming out soon. So this is actually really helping out. Yeah, no, it's pro- it's like, again, Marvel, it's uh, hopefully they don't, you know, botch the story like you'll get into that with the one thing you read, but, uh, you know, it's a, yeah, it's a great marketing ploy. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. you know, perfect. And then there's also another thing here. It says, uh, it also looks like the plot of Civil War II is going to involve the death of a major superhero, but which one? Obviously, that's under wraps for now, but given that Marvel has used these brainstorming sessions before as a way of plotting out some of the best storylines, hopefully this newest arc will be something that the readers will connect with. Mm. So should we place our bets? Uh, who's going to win? Or I just meant who's going to die. Oh, um, I, dude, everyone dies, everyone comes back, it's pointless now. You know what they should just do is just kill off that hero that can calculate stuff, because it's a new hero. <laughs> it's probably what they'll end up doing. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so comic book news, obviously I got my comic books and whatnot. I got two books I want to talk about. Okay, cool. First one, Secret Wars, number nine, final issue of the Secret War saga. Mm-hmm. It's all been building up to this. Yes, it's all been building up to this. Uh, right now, there's been like you know an attack on uh, Doom's castle and whatnot by all the different armies and all that boring ass crap. Uh, Namor and uh, Black Panther show up, leading an army of zombies. Mm-hmm. Black Panther has the Infinity Gauntlet on. Oh, so you know they're getting ready to fight. Doom's like, I'm not scared of you. I don't care if you got the Infinity Gauntlet. Black Panther's like, okay. Turns Doom to glass. Namor throws his little staff trident thing, smashes Doom to glass, and they're like, that can't be that easy. And then Doom resurfaces. Hmm. Uh, there ends up being a fight between, uh, uh, basically, looks like Doom actually, yeah, Doom kills Namor. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, obviously, Black Panther's fine because he uses his gauntlet to save himself. And so then there's a huge fight between the two. Um, but then obviously, uh, Panther, uh, obviously ends up losing, but, you know, Doom's getting ready to kill him, and Doom's kind of like, what's so funny, because he's laughing, and he goes, oh, you didn't even realize it, but this was just a distraction, and then he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) So then, of course, he goes underneath, uh, his castle, where basically the life for his planet is, which is actually Molecule Man. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Reed Richard Reed Richards is there trying to, you know, end this whole thing and put the universe back the way it was. Um So Malcolm Man's like, you know what? Let's make this a fair fight. So the two so he gives Reed Richards the powers that Doom has. Mm. So the two are fighting and, you know, Reed is basically just stretching and it looks like a Japanese porn movie cartoon thing, honestly. <laughs> and they're talking, they're talking, and basically uh, let's see here. 
you know, Reed is like, I've always believed you could be better what you are. Um, and Doom's like, no. Um, he's like, you think you're better than me? And he's like, uh, he then says, uh, I've always believed you could be better than what you are. He said, and then Doom's like, no, I mean, now, this moment, if you had this power, you think you could have solved it all, solved everything you think you could have done so much better. Don't you? Don't you? And then Reed is like, yes, and we both know it, don't we? So then he's like, yes, damn you, now die. So Molecule Man's like, okay then, if you both agree that Reed Richards is basically better, mm-hmm. and Doom's like, fuck, he's like, wait, no. <laughs> he's just got like that crap, I just got tricked. So Doom loses his powers. Reed, uh, Black Panther looks at the Infinity Gauntlet and basically activates it real quick to save himself because the whole plant's exploding. And then he kind of appears in Wakanda. And he's talking to like these three Wakandians. And I, I really just kind of don't understand what the hell's happening here. They're just talking. And, mm. and then they see like a rocket launching up. And it looks like Wakanda's actually more advanced now than ever. Oh, okay. So it looks like uh, Black Panther may have had a an effect on Wakanda or something like that. And then eight months later... The Marvel Universe, the Prime Earth, is what they're calling it now. You mm. see Miles Morales. Um, he's sitting off in the city, and he's looking out. Um, and he's just thinking about uh, Molecule Man, who was trapped, obviously, because Molecule Man was hungry the entire time he was trapped down there. He never got fed. Mm. But Miles Morales actually had a burger on him. Don't uh. ask where he. Don't ask where he kept it. Ooh. And so Man's like, hey, little spider person, before you go, I want to tell you something. And he's like, uh, okay, what? He goes, thanks for the burger. I owe you one. So I have a feeling that's going to play into effect later. And then Miles is – and then Peter shows up and he's like, uh, what did you tell your mom you'd be doing, Miles? And he's like, oh, I told her I'd be studying with a friend. And Peter's like, so not a total lie, more of a half-truth because they're about – and he's like, something like that. So then uh, Peter's like, you eat a snack? He's like, uh-huh. He goes, you do your homework? He's like, yeah. He's like, you want to go beat up some bad guys, Spider-Man? <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool, you know. And, and Miles is like, oh, hell yes. And they kind of swing off. So you get that effect. And, you know, there's two Spider-Men in this universe now, which, in my personal opinion, is the only reason they did Secret Wars was just to get... Miles Morales into the main universe. Well, I, I mean, everyone likes the character, though. So, I mean, it was a good yeah. thing because I remember when they talked about that. I mean, I think early, but probably a couple episodes mm-hmm. last year back where you were talking about how they were basically getting cleaning, basically cleaning house with the Marvel Universe, getting rid of a lot of characters. Yeah. Well, Ultimate Universe is basically no longer existent. And then the Fantastic Four are creating new universes with what power they have left from the other Earth of the Doom world, if you will, and they're going to go explore those new universes, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of why you know Fantastic Four isn't getting much. So that was about it, and then it kind of just ends with Doom taking off his mask, and you see that he has a normal face now. But the thing with that is, we knew that if you read the Iron Man comic book, so it the whole point of Secret Wars was kind of lost because they took too freaking long to release it because mm. it was supposed to be over with by the summer end 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I remember you saying that, and then you told me like it was pushed back, so you're kind of like, what? So all this has already been happening. Like the new Marvel Universe is happening, and they're like, oh, okay, well, here's the final issue. And it's like, no, we don't really care for it anymore. Thanks, though. Yeah, it so is The only – I mean, yes, it was cool seeing all these alternate realities of basically the Marvel Universe. It was cool and all, but, I mean, like now you got the normal thing. Like the all-female Avengers, the A-Force, mm-hmm. they have their own book now. Yeah. So that's something that came out of the whole Secret Wars, but it's like you didn't have to do Secret Wars to do this, but I guess it was just to sell money or whatever. Well, it is what it is. I mean, you have to – I mean, we're trying to remember, like, when these events first happened, like, especially, like, the very first Civil War comic mm-hmm. book was such a huge thing. And, I mean, news stories we're talking about because they're like, this is the first time Spider-Man revealed himself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to everybody and all this different stuff that happened. I mean, it was a big thing. So to try to top that, again, it – I don't know, to be, to be throwing Civil War two on it, I mean, the last well, time uh, – Go ahead. I was just going to say, the last time they did like a, anything that ended up with Civil War was a game that I really wish they would do another one of, but that huge, you know, the Marvel uh, Universe video game. Mm-hmm. Well, with Civil War, I mean, when that ended, basically Tony Stark was now the director of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm. Captain America was in prison, uh, and basically a lot of superheroes were on the run because they were wanted criminals. Yeah. That actually had something. When Secret Invasion happened, um, basically Norman Osborn became director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. And basically put the villains almost in power. So, yeah. I mean, at least at the end of each of these major events, something major happened. Yeah. And then, you know, like you had uh, Siege. That happens like a four-issue miniseries where Norman Osborn was attacking Asgard because it was in Ohio. Mm. And basically the end of that resulted in the death of the century. Mm. So at least something impactful happened. The only impactful thing here was Miles Morales was going to the Marvel Universe, but we knew that before even Secret War started. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it was kind of like one of these. I, I most likely like what happened, like we said, is they probably had a great idea to start off with, and then it got to the point where they ran behind, they couldn't make the deadlines, and then they're like, "Uh, here's the end." I have a feeling there's an alternate ending out there somewhere. They just kind of forgot to mention. Now, my next book on positive note, because this was amazing. I highly recommend this if your store ends up carrying it. I know probably some stores won't be carrying it because it's more. They probably don't think it's going to sell or whatever, but it was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue number zero. Okay. Uh, cover, it looks a lot like the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive uh, posters that I showed you a while back. Yes. Because obviously you can see here I got the Black Ranger. Now, is that your favorite Ranger? Uh, yes, actually. Um, but I prefer a different season, more so over Mighty Morphin, so that's we, one thing. But we actually, uh, we actually talked about that, I think, last yes, week. Yes, we did. And I was all like... Oh wow! I feel kind of <laughs> now. I just feel worthless because I was like that was like the series that I only watched and got into it for when I was oh, that age group. No, and look, then... you're fine. I mean, you were a fan. I mean, you have the nostalgia for it. I mean, I, I never really grew up. I still follow the show. I still collect the toys. I still do all this stuff. So, I mean, I got to experience other seasons. I got to know what's good, what's bad, and I mean, like I even rewatched the original and. I, 
I got to a point where nostalgia couldn't even save me, and I was just like, wow, this sucks. Now, back to this. Yes. Um, there's five different covers for main thing. You got the black, you got the pink, you got the yellow, you got the blue, and you got the red ranger. Mm-hmm. Then if, like, say your comic book store ended up ordering 50 copies, then they will get one variant cover with the green ranger. Ah. If they ordered 100 copies, then they're going to get a variant with the white ranger. Mm. And then there's a very exclusive red ranger with the green ranger shield. Oh. Which I thought was kind of cool, but right now I think the white ranger cover is going for like $200 and the yeah. green ranger is going for like 100 It It's ridiculous money. Oh, I bet, yeah. But I think I was like the only person in my entire comic book store that actually got this, so, you know. Mm. So, basically, you open up the page. Uh, first off, written by Kyle Higgins, illustrated by Hendry Prasitia, colors by Matt Herms, letters by Ed Dukeshire. Uh, brought to us by Boom Studios. So, it's Ooh. actually, you know, like a, yeah. Uh, starts off, you see, like, uh, Rita Repulsa standing right there in the foreground, and you see, like, the Blue Ranger's hand just laying there unconscious, and she says, my Green Ranger, my Prince, you've accomplished something wonderful today, and then you see, like, all the Rangers just laying down on the ground, Green Ranger standing there triumphant with uh, his sword just stuck into the uh, ground, and she's like, "Uh, something truly wonderful. He's like, I live to serve my Empress if it pleases you. She's like, oh, it does, Tommy. It very much does. And then, of course, he kind of – and then he wakes up because it was just a dream, and he's off uh, to – and basically it's his first time back to school as an actual Power Ranger and no longer being evil. But you find out that Rita's still kind of like controlling his mind. Mm. Or he her, – her voice is in the back of his head basically, you know. Um, she said uh, – he's uh, – Jason's like, you okay, man? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And, you know, it shows her. She's like – Tis tisk, oh Tommy, if only you were. So she's just making like snide little comments, and you basically see them in school. And this is actually a more updated version because you see uh Tommy on his uh phone and it's actually like a smartphone. Oh, okay. So it's it's a more updated version. Which I am uh, quite happy about. So then obviously, like, you know, there's a monster attacking and this monster doesn't look like, you know, like some guy in a rubber suit. It looks like a legitimate, like, Godzilla-type monster. Um, well, that's good. Yeah, so then, of course, you know, they do the whole it's morphin' time, they morph, which was freaking awesome, and then they summon the Megazords. Um, so, they're doing battle, but then uh, they're holding the Megazord, and they're to, like, tell... They're telling Tommy to, you know, take the attack, but Tommy's like, my controls are freezing up. I don't know what's going on. I can't take the attack. Something's going on, and Rita's in the background. You know, she's just getting inside his head, and he's freaking out, and he's like, and, you know, Jason's yelling at him, too, and he's like, come on, take the shot. We're losing him. Come on, take it. And so then he finally manages to attack, destroys the monster, but then uh, the Dragon Zord's tail ends up whacking the bridge, and, uh, cars are starting to fall down. So Ooh. Kimberly like escapes from her from the Megazord into the pterodactyl, which was kind of cool. You actually see like the pterodactyl fly off of the Megazord, which you rarely oh. ever see. Yeah. So you, you get to see like individual like they separate and then she like catches the cars and puts them back. 
And then back at the command center, uh, Tommy's like, oh, the Dragon's Door controls just froze. I mean, I don't know if it was wiring, glitch, or what, but maybe Alpha can run some tests or something. I can't be out there with a faulty Zord. Mm-hmm. But then Jason's like, or if you can't follow directions, and, uh, you know, Tommy's like, what's that supposed to mean? He's like, you didn't listen, man. There was a plan. I have no it. And then I, at one point, he was telling him, all right, let's double down as like a command control or like, you know, like a command attack. Yeah. You have like code names for everything. He's like, I have no idea what double down even means. And then uh, Jason's like, you put the bridge at risk and all those people. And then uh, Zoran's like, Rangers, please, Jason as team leader, it's your responsibility to make sure everyone has a clear understanding of operating tactics and procedures. Tommy, as the newest member of the team, it's your responsibility to ask questions when you are unclear. Do you both understand? And they agree, and then he's like, uh, now should be a time of great tepidation. Rangers, while Tommy's uh, defection struck a significant blow to Reader's forces, it by no means will be their end, and her history with the green power coin remains vast. It's through that lens that we must view today's events and prepare for what is no doubt already in the works. Hmm. And then she sends out one of her henchmen out into, like, the river where the... uh, battle commenced and uh, her henchman picks up a little crystal thing brings it back to Rita and and they're like what is this crystal and they're like this is our new beginning and then it says to be continued in the first issue coming out uh, March 2016 so overall I mean I really enjoyed it and then at the very back they actually have the comic that was released oh yeah uh, from San Diego Comic Con so you don't have to buy all the individual little sheets now. You can actually get – they have it all set right there for you. Oh, very cool. Which is kind of cool. It's different artwork, though, from the actual comic. And then uh, there's also, like, a standalone quick little issue, like, literally one page with Bulk and Skull. Oh, okay. So overall, I mean, loved the it. I loved it. Issue was great. Artwork was great. Story was great. I can't wait for the rest. Um, yeah. That sounds actually really cool that they're actually able to take this um, into the comic book era and try to, like, do new stuff that they weren't able to do, obviously, Mm -hmm. with the show. You know, like, uh, the Zorons splitting off from each other to help out other people. Actually, that was the first time I've ever heard of anything. Now, I could be wrong. I have not seen all the Power Rangers shows and stuff like that, but it was the first time I heard that actual people were in danger. Well, did you see the movie? Uh, The first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when the Falcon kind of like swooped down and uh, basically created like a bridge for the uh, subway track thing? Oh, man, that's right. I haven't seen that movie in ages. So it's kind of similar to that, except for the fact that the pterodactyl kind of just swooped down, collected the cars, and put them back. Mm -hmm. But it was still cool. I mean, you don't see the Zord separating from the Megazord to go do something else while the Zord, the Megazord, is still standing. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, it's the chest plate, so it's not like they could just be like, all right, left leg, go save those people. <laughs> yeah. Um, we don't have a leg to stand on. That was a bad move, Jason. I know. <laughs> um, but that's cool, though. I'm I'm glad they're getting, like, a pretty kick-ass, you know, reboot in, like, a comic book form. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm a yeah, – I love comic books, so expect a review of each issue, at least personally for me. And I'm sure our – brother 
sister podcast cousin. I don't know how it works with us, but Ranger Command Power Hour, I'm sure we'll also be doing reviews of the comics, and I'm sure they'll do a much better job than me. So, um, speaking of this uh, Power Ranger movie, it looks like, what, coming out in probably 2017? Yes. Uh, I think it got pushed to March. It was originally coming out in January, but then they pushed it to March, which I am A-OK with if they want to take a couple extra months to finalize some details on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool, very cool. So, um, yeah, that's great. I'm glad... Uh... Black Power Rangers are like making, I wouldn't say making a comeback, but getting, I guess, maybe a retool. Now, is this one going to be like a darker version of Power Rangers? Like, I don't know what they're trying to do with him. Um, it kind of looks like it might be like a little bit darker, but I'm sure it's still going to be more treated towards kids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I really can't tell you much because I really haven't been following too much news with them. I'm just going to be like, okay, it's out. I'm going to go see it now. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to get like my hopes up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So well, that should I, be pretty cool though. But yeah, no, uh, speaking of movies again, this this year just alone, I mean we have a bunch of stuff coming, mm-hmm. so that we do. So I think that actually covers up all the news we have for this episode. Um, yeah, no, we uh, we pretty much. I mean, like we said, there wasn't that much stuff going on. I know shows are coming back pretty soon this week. Actually, we have Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. So you can bet next week's episode is going to be jam packed with all that sweet yeah. goodness of amazingness and superhero ness. Yeah, so it should be it should be pretty good. So, um, yeah. So, uh, but um, before we wrap up the show, of course, you can find us on www.longboxcast.com, part of the Four Eye Radio Network. Uh, you can listen to the show on Four Radio.com, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course, this show is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And Kyle, if they're looking for you, they want to follow you on any kind of social media or whatnot, where can they find you? Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at Deadpool underscore Ranger. And also you can find us on Twitter at LongboxCast. You know, I'm usually the one taking charge on the Twitter account. Uh, Steve's more of the Facebook type anyways. So also with all the new shows coming out, expect me to be live tweeting all my reactions to the shows. Should be interesting i know i'll at least be watching legends of tomorrow live for the first episode but from then on i don't know because my wife and i usually watch big bang at the same time so there's a good chance i'm gonna be having to hulu legends after this week oh well i'm gonna be huluing it as well but um thank you for letting me know i I, like i told like matthew threw me off matthew said like he thought it already premiered the uh, legends of tomorrow i'm like really because i'm pretty sure kyle would have hit me up or i've been like did you see it you know kind of (laughs) Um, yeah, no, I thought all the shows were coming back out this past week. That's what I originally thought. But then I was like, nope, I am a week off. So, yeah, so get ready for all that kind of stuff. And, of course, with um, usually we usually don't talk about movies until almost the summer blockbuster when our shows go away. But we're already getting a movie in February. Then we're going to have another movie in March. So uh, we're going to yeah, we're we are going to be busy this year, kids. Uh, oh, I'm just going to quit the show. You never know. Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, no, no. I'm going to quit once we hit 100. Oh, no. I mean, we're on episode 70 right now.
Did did you update the notes to say episode seventy one, January twenty seventh, when this isn't coming out until on this is episode seventy and it's coming out in January? Yeah, I guess that's where you got we were the way to ruin the magic. I was just trying to keep myself updated. <laughs> I'm looking at the notes all of a sudden and I'm like, wait a minute. We just recorded, you know, this is episode seventy now, so I'm just getting everything set up for the next Oh, okay, I see how it is. Can you can you yeah. predict the future? Do you know yeah. what news is coming out? I know exactly what's going to happen. Um, is the Deadpool movie going to suck? No, it's not. It's going to do. It's going to win an Oscar. <sighs> suck it, Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I don't know for best actor or whatnot, but and <laughs> eh, who the hell cares? Um, but yeah, we'll see. No, I'm I'm pretty sure. I have a feeling the movie's going to do really well. Well, then again, I mean, that was like Ant Man. Ant Man was a movie that uh, surprisingly Rotten Tomatoes absolutely loved. So, well. A lot of people also thought that uh, Fantastic Four, the reboot, was going to be pretty good just from the trailer, and then it ended up being suck. Well, some people. I still enjoyed it. Well, yeah, I mean, but then again, the, the problem that I have with it is, like, they show you the trailer, and then you realize all this backstory about, like, because when you start reading stuff about, like, what they, what the director actually wanted to do, and, like, halfway through his filming, like, Fox was like, oh, we got to cut this, we got to cut your budget a bit, it's like, so, I mean, that movie was just kind of, it started off great, but then in the middle of everything they were doing, like, Fox just kind of came through and just started slashing you know, budgets and changing stuff and fixing things, and like, when you hear about, like, the fight scene between, you know, Thing and uh, Mr. Fantastic was supposed to be a little bit longer and have a couple more stuff to it. You're like, oh, okay, but then it was like, nah. So. Hmm. But, so anyways, yeah. where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitters. Um, I usually post pretty much everything else. And don't forget, kids, uh, I'm pretty much on a shit ton of shows on the network as well. Um, but yeah, Kyle and I, like I said, I'm talking with, I told him earlier, I'm talking with uh, my co-host Raven uh, from Revenge Lover Designs, of course. Uh, she's going to help me try to put the uh, webpage site together so Kyle and I can start, you know, when Kyle reads a comic book, he wants to talk about it, put a little like, you know, spin on it, maybe give it a review or whatnot or anything else he wants to talk about. We'll try to start posting stuff on that website and get more traffic to it. And of course, hopefully we'll have a new sponsor we'll be promoting pretty soon this year Ooh. as well. So, um, uh, yeah, we'll figure all that stuff out. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. It's going to be a good year for 2016, movie-wise, show-wise, and just in general, my friends. So, Kyle, without further ado, take us away with those lovely words. It's Morphin' Time, Longbox Ranger. Damn. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We have too many issues for a short box, folks. <laughs> So, Steve. Yes. Do you like playing board games? I do. Do you like playing deck building board games? Um, you build yeah, the deck yeah. as you play. Yes. I have been playing a very fun game. It's called Legendary. Okay. 
It's basically it's Marvel. Ooh. Um, you start off with a few cards, and you have to build your deck with a bunch of different superheroes, and you got to fight the bad guys. Not, ooh, okay. It's And it's basically a team effort game with a bunch of other people, and it is one of the most fun games I have played in a long time. That sounds... Ooh, you know what? Thank you for telling me this, because I want to look for this now and surprise Socially Awkward with it, because we usually play card games on the show uh, sometimes when we're trying out new things. So, And plus, I've been wanting to do a actual game night every, like, maybe twice a month at my mm-hmm. place. So this would be... Well, I highly recommend uh, Google or going to YouTube and looking up Will Wheaton's uh, uh, gaming thing that he does. Okay. And uh, just look for hit. Just look for legendary. Just type in uh, legendary, uh, and or just type in Marvel Legendary, and it should pop up. Okay. You see them play, it and you'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I need to play this game." Um. Yeah. No. We're. I'm really big on card games and stuff of like that yeah. thing. And they have so. expansions for it and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, uh, I got it. It's I got it off of Amazon. The main one's like fifty bucks, but it's really well worth it. I had a game night here the other night, and all my friends were like, "Let's play this game again." Okay, that's awesome. So, actually, speaking of which, that you just mentioned that uh, people could buy this off of you know going to the www.sasquatch.net and clicking on the Amazon banner and buying this great card game uh, for all you superhero fans out there. So, um, yes, do it. Go ahead and check that out. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it now. Ah, you have to do it now.